Well, here we are, year 2022. 2021 is in the past, but we have a new year and new greatest songs you never heard coming at you. I've got Chris staring at me, smiling because he knows, he knows I just boggled that one. But Happy New Year, Chris. How's it going? It's fantastic. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Yes. Uh, Betty White, no longer with us. That's Didn't true. Didn't quite make it to 100. That's true. She was just a couple weeks away, actually. Oh, gosh. So bummed about that. Anyway, uh, this is the greatest song you never heard podcast, where we kind of do some deep dives in our own personal music archives, which these days you don't even have to have the archives. Mm -hmm. You can just go grab them from Well, it depends on your music archive, doesn't it? I guess it does. I guess it does. And so, Chris, today you are bringing to the table our first episode of 2022. You are bringing to the table... One of the greatest songs you think no one has ever heard. That's true. And and let's just be full transparent here. We're both really excited about the next few episodes. Oh, we? yes, we are. <laughs> and the funny thing is, too, uh, it, these are not necessarily songs that no one has ever heard, but the vast majority of people have never heard this exactly. song. Exactly. If you are a fan of the artist or the band or whatever, you will likely have heard some of these songs. But that's still not a given. And before we get into today's song, can yeah. we just pause for a second and talk about this is our third calendar year. Yes, of the greatest song you've never heard. Yes. So when do we pause? Do I have a moment of silence? Oh, I just poured my beer out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't sit there. Speaking of beer, Deschutes Brewery out of Oregon, Mirror Pond. It's my favorite. Hmm. I like hmm. this. So That helps me a lot now to help understand what you like in the future. Well, you know, it doesn't mean I don't like other beers, but this one I, I have a story with. It's just, you know, uh, working in Seattle, doing valet, downtown with some of the better restaurants i would have this after a shift somehow in my mind what i what i pictured coming out of the story was Mm. well it was a tough christmas and i was all alone on january 3rd and i bought a 12 pack of mirror pond and let's just say i woke up the next morning on the front lawn in my underwear and i love this beer because of that no (laughs) what i thought you're gonna say is this is what i thought you're gonna say is I was doing valet and, and drinking this while I was doing my oh, job, yeah. <laughs> which we didn't do. It was always after the shift. Anyway. I hope not. So, yes, third calendar year. We started in 2020. And uh, last year, like I said before, yeah, 52 weeks. Yep. We did 30 episodes maybe. Yep. Let's shoot for 45 plus this Yes. Yes, this we year. will. Well, as long as you don't end up hospitalized. That didn't help. That didn't that help. That did not help. But uh, I'm not planning on that this year. This Good. year is a breakout year. Good. You, did you plan on it last year? I No, not really. <laughs> I didn't think so. No. So what do you got in store for oh, us? Oh, man. You're I'm super excited for In fact, I'm just going to give you guys a little uh, foretaste of what you're going to get. Uh, foretaste? Yes, wow. coming down the line. Um, the next two skin. songs that I have brought to the table actually have a connection to each other. Nice. Yet they are totally separate and they have all this other difference. So I'm super excited uh, to bring both of these to you. After I play this song... Uh, I'm going to tell you why I'm so excited about this because there's something going on right now in the online world uh, that will tie into what we're going to listen to today. I can't wait. So um, I am... online world. Let me ask you this, Phil. How do you feel about covers of other people's songs? Oh, I I absolutely love it. I I love it more when the cover is not done in the spirit of the original song. So little known fact, in the early days of podcasting, uh, there was a big problem with podcaster because there were so few podcasters right. it was easy for the record companies to really clamp down on people playing music that wasn't licensed to be played stupid so one of there were several different things that people got 
used to get around that. One of them was, I think we've talked about this on a previous episode, yep. um, Adam Curry started the Podsafe Music exactly. Network. Yep. Um, another way that people got around that was, there was one of the very first podcasts when podcasting got big, like 2005-ish, uh, was called Coverville. Coverville. And and the, the host of Coverville, uh, it was the only real like musical podcast you could listen to that was just music. Uh, and it existed because he couldn't play like licensed music, so he would play original covers of other people's songs. So uh, BMI ASCAP doesn't come into play when it, you're doing that. It doesn't because you're, it's your performance of that song. Nice. So as long as it's a recorded of a live performance, which is what they generally were, uh, he would just play other people's covers. Kind of like reading a book. Yeah. So today's uh, song is actually a cover. Okay. This, However, is, this is really good because there have been times I wanted to play a cover and I haven't done it. But I know we, we're changing the rules and the structure Well, but I'm just going to tell you this. It's not only a cover... We're going Inception level deep here. It's a deep dive, greatest song you've never heard cover of a deep, greatest song you've never heard. This is good. Yes. So are you ready for Phil? I've got my beer in my hand and I'm just ready to listen. All right, here we go. Got me on the go. She scored a bullseye in the early morning glow. Then I asked her, Have you read the paper? Okay, people talking about which side they're taking. And if you know the baby, what's your take on it? Does it make you wanna? song had more personalities <laughs> like this song may want to look into seeing a therapist <laughs> a music therapist <laughs> i mean so i mean literally ebb and flow pull you slow get the i mean i love the funk hard yes. beat i i'm a sucker for that i love that a lot um there is a line in this 
reflected mountains in a lake. Is this too much to take? Mm-hmm. But asleep or wide awake? So it implies uh, this could all be just a dream, mm. which at least with me anyway. So it's one of the things about this podcast I love doing with you is that it forces me to look at the lyrics a little deeper. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, as you know, I'm a, I'm a musically deri- driven and, and you're more lyr- lyrically driven. Yes. But I love watching how the lyrics lead you uh, you know, down the road in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is really fun. I'm guessing, I mean, because there's a little ELO in there. I mean, there's a little orchestra in the background sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the song. This is fun. I, I'm listening to this song thinking, this song will end up on one of my playlists. Like my, my Feeling All Right playlist yeah, on Spotify, yeah, yeah. which is my very favorite. This will probably end up on that. Mm, cool. You have no clue. I really don't because, right. I mean, they this play with voices fun. a little bit, right? You're not going to say another world famous band that I don't know, right? Kind of. Okay. Um, so uh, this is one of those examples of a song. Great songs are great songs, regardless if they're played uh, just acoustically on a single instrument or with the full production value. Right. A good yep. song is a good song. Absolutely. Uh, and there is something going on right now on the internet that if you haven't, if, you, if you're listening to us and you like music and you haven't watched this yet, stop what you're doing, dedicate seven hours and sit down and watch it. It's seven hours. Uh, it's called Get Back. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the documentary on the making of the Beatles. Yep. Um, Let It Be album is basically what it came down right. to. It is spectacular. On how I mean, some of is, those songs were developed, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Get Back was actually written because uh, John Lennon was 20 minutes late for a recording right. session. And Paul's just dinking around and, and you know, writes Paul and George, Get Back. George were kind of uh, yeah, dinking around. Oh, that so sounds good. good. Try this. Yeah. So uh, Paul McCartney, shortly thereafter, uh, about a year and a half after the Get Back uh, was filmed, uh, left the Beatles. And he decided to do his first ever solo album. It's called McCartney has great songs on it, like Maybe I'm Amazed, which never got airplay when it first was released and only got airplay like years later. Really? Uh, yeah. It ended the up live up, version. The live version. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like uh, Elton John's And it was John's, never even released uh, as a single. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Some DJ, some some real big DJ uh, in the Midwest started playing it. Other DJs heard about it and that song got played later. It was a throwaway. Even though it was on McCartney, it was like four years later that it actually became a hit for him. That's amazing. And that was so before The Wings as well. Yes. Okay, yes. so the next one would have been The Wings. Yes. So uh, Paul McCartney's first album is called McCartney because he wrote, produced, and played every instrument on the album. <laughs> because he's that good. Because he's Paul McCartney. Yeah. Did uh, he ever play a guitar right-handed? No. Okay. No, he so only plays left hand. So he's not that good. And when you watch Get Back, he plays a lot of chords on his bass. It's really crazy. Oh, those are the best, though. Oh, yeah. When you add a note on the bass, mm-hmm. oh, my. It just gives it so much more depth and fatness. So uh, fast P-H-A-T. forward to 19... Uh, that was 1970 when he did that. Fast forward to 1980, uh, he recorded McCartney 2. Same concept. Mm-hmm. Wrote, produced, recorded, and did everything on the albums. Um, at that point, John Lennon is in retirement. He's like, can I come in and play? And John Lennon had a driver whom he would actually just go, I'm bored, let's go for a drive. And they would listen to the radio. And it was, it was, it's been told that he could never listen to a song all the way through. He's flipping through the dials in 1980 and he hears this song playing on the radio. And his exact words were, F a pig, it's Paul. <laughs> and it was the song, uh, what's the name of that song? Um, crap. Uh, I don't think he wrote a song called Crap. No, it's called, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. 
it's one of the worst songs from Paul McCartney. It's one of the songs you hear and you're so like, that's it's other, kind of a disco-based song. Yeah, it's on other coming podcast, up, the worst song you've never heard. Coming up? You know that song? Oh, yeah, Paul I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll play a couple. We're going to have some clips here in a second. Yeah. But, uh, so he plays coming up. He hears on the radio. He says, F a pig. I'm actually going to write an album. And Double Fantasy came out of that experience. That right? The John Lennon album, Double Fantasy. Uh, so, That's pretty funny. Uh, fast forward. He hasn't done that same thing until 2020. And during the lockdown in that's COVID, Paul because John couldn't in 2020. Correct. Just well, he, he could have, but would it would have been a miracle. <laughs> it would have been a so, miracle. So in 2020, during lockdown, Paul McCartney decides that he just starts writing and producing music, and he creates an album called McCartney Three, and he releases it right around uh, I think September of 2020. Uh, that was all written and performed during lockdown. That was our inspiration for starting the podcast. That is true. That is true. And <laughs> it's good. not a good album, like in my opinion. Yeah. Like I'm a huge Paul McCartney fan. Um. Let me, I'm, I'll save that for a second. So he records the album, he does his thing. And then later that year, he decides, you know what? I would love to see what happens if other people could take these songs and do something with them. So he release, he takes tracks, handpicks artists yeah, uh, and releases a track to them and said, would you take this and do whatever you want with it? Just make it I think it I know own. this story. Yeah, I've heard of um, it. It's people that, you know, like, I don't know, Beck. Yeah. Uh, St. Vincent, who's a really big uh, indie artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers, who's one of the biggest uh, uh, independent artists of the last like two years, three years. Um, a guy named Anderson Pack, who's actually a rap artist, who's mm. one of the most phenomenal drummers you'll ever hear in your life. Mm. Love that. And then another young man um, whose name is Dominic Fike. Okay. Dominic Fike is a 25-year-old. Well, he was when he did this. You want to be real uh, careful how you say his last name. That's true. Because we don't want to be censored. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Dominic, 25 years old, he actually got famous by recording songs and releasing them on SoundCloud. Oh, really? And people got really into his music. Uh, and he then went on to sign a deal based on that for, on Columbia Records and actually became one of the first people to ever hold a concert in Fortnite. Wow. So wow. if you want to feel weird and out of touch with reality... This kid actually like recorded stuff in his bedroom, released it on like on, on like anybody. Yeah. You and I could record songs and put them on SoundCloud. Sure. Uh, and then had, now has a Columbia Records uh, um, contract, uh, and then did concerts in Fortnite. So, do you want to hear what the original? Yes, I like? do. By the way, uh, Todd Hornby wrote our uh, original theme music for the Greatest Art You Never Heard podcast. Is also on SoundCloud. Look him up. He. Oh yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's the original. So this is kind of a two for one. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad you said that. She's got a bullseye in the early morning glow. Early morning glow. Definitely McCarthy. Packed with illusions. All world is turned around. This golden circle. We'll at least get to the chorus. Yeah, yeah. One of those things where a good song yeah. is a good song, but the production can actually make or break a song. Oh, for sure. I mean, I listened to that the first time. I was—I can tell you where I was at. I was waiting to go through a car wash. Actually, the, the, the one from Paul. Yes. Okay. And I sat there and went, "This is terrible." 
Like, this is not what I expect See, from Paul McCartney. it's funny, because I don't think that's terrible. Hmm, interesting. I, I love the detail in the guitar. Hmm, yes. I love the detail in the guitar, and you can tell it's McCartney. That's true. And McCartney's voice is wavering a little bit. I don't know if he should be doing the higher range songs anymore, uh, but still... I, you know, it's interesting. I give a little bit more grace to McCartney than I would mm. with others. And I do as well. probably wrong. There's another great documentary that just got released called McCartney 321. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's him and Rick Rubin, and they're literally going track by track through old Beatles songs. They've been broken out into the various tracks on a big mixing board. And they'll talk about how each thing was recorded or what was done here and there. It's a fascinating, fascinating look at the deep dive into his music. But, That's the fun of music. Yeah, When absolutely. you really peel back all the layers. Steely Dan does the same thing. There's some YouTube stuff where they really um, take every track and you listen to each track, the bass track or the drum track or the keyboard track or whatever, and they strip it down to where you're just listening to that and you listen to the detail on which yeah. they pr- produced that yeah, yeah. and engineered that one track and then put them all together. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's just fascinating. The, the good music takes a long time. So there you go. One of the greatest songs that no one's ever heard. It's called uh, Kiss of Venus from say, Kiss of Venus. Dominic Fike and Paul McCartney from the album McCartney Reimagined. Good McCartney f- 3 Reimagined. Yes, good for, for McCartney for handpicking A and not going mainstream. No, he picked a bunch of really cool artists and who so are Even the Beck one is like, it's very Beck, but oh, that's sure. like... You know, he could have gone to Shania Twain or like a right. bunch of like Celine Dion yep. or whatever. He didn't. He went to some like really creative artists. Which obviously these are artists that he at least admires, yep. which is kind of a, a shout out to them. And, and him that he's still keeping current with like what the cool right. the cool right. kids are listening to. Yeah, I guess. So this is fantastic. Chris, this is really a great song that I had never heard. And the story behind it is even better. I love that. Awesome. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Phil, tell people... Where they can hear us. Well, real quickly on Twitter, it's at G-S-Y-N-H podcast. Facebook, obviously, the greatest song you never heard podcast. Oh, music went away. I, I was going to f- go really fast. You I can didn't find think us- we had time. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk quickly. And the greatest song you never heard dot com, which, by the way, is um, it's building a nice uh, library of episodes. That's true. And now uh, we'll t- see you next time. We'll hear you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Yes. On the greatest, on the greatest song. song. You've never heard podcasts.